Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Coulter, obviously, if people are traveling, you got to have them stay somewhere else, not with you. That's true even when COVID isn't going on, and especially now. So you send them out to the Wingate. We know that. That's obvious. What you might not know is about all the meeting space they have out there, convention space, and even personal office space, because God knows I can't stand being with you any much longer. I'm going out there. I'm going to lock up my own personal office at the Wingate. You can do the same thing. If you need a business space, whether it's for yourself personally or or you're just tired of doing Zoom meetings, you just want to see other humans, but you want to be socially distanced, the Wingate has great business meeting rooms. You can space out. They have all the hookups and technology you're going to need for any sort of meeting or presentation. Or if you're like Ryan, you just want to have a place where you can work in peace and quiet, the Wingate Inn also a great option for those that live and work around Western Montana and the city of Missoula. If you have anybody coming through town or you want to get your kids out of the house, Wingate also has awesome rooms, great business rates. The pool is back open. They've done a great job of making sure that's be safe for you and your family. The Wingate Inn, located in Missoula, it's an excellent option for business travelers, local business people, or anybody coming through the city of Missoula. Let the Wingate Inn make you feel at home even when you're not. Special January promo going on by the Wingate by Wyndham right now as well. If you stay two nights in January of 2021, you get a free growler and a fill card for Big Sky Brewing. Big Sky Brewing just right across the way from the Wingate. So if you book, all you got to do is book through the hotel directly. Google Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula, limited to one free beaker per customer, but stay two nights, January 2021, free growler and fill card from Big Sky Brewing, and tell them Nuana's Now sent you. Greatest band of all time. It's got to be in the rankings. Love me some Zeppelin. You know, there's moments in your life where you hear a certain artist or a certain song or a certain record for the first time, and it just consumes you. It, it, it changes your life. It literally changes your life. Art is such a beautiful thing, and so is music. And so are sports. And we get to talk about all of those things right here on Nuanas Now. 
1029 ESPN Missoula Statewide, SWX Montana Television. If you missed anything in the first hour of the show, it was all women's basketball all the time. We heard from Mike Petrino, head coach of the Lady Grizz. His team finally, at long last, has their Big Sky Conference home opener against Sacramento State here in about, oh, a little less than two hours, 7 p.m. from Dahlberg Arena. We also had our second edition of Big Sky around the Big Sky and women's hoops with Krista Redpath. Krista will be stopping by every Thursday during the 4 o'clock hour. She is a former Lady Grizz basketball player as well as uh, lead color commentator for the Big Sky Conference on their broadcasts on Pluto TV, 11 Sports, and she'll be doing all the color commentary from Boise at the Big Sky Tournament. It'll be his, her sixth Big Sky Tournament. So we're happy to have Krista aboard. We'll break down the women's league at large each Thursday during the 4 o'clock hour. And then we also heard from Christine Funk. She's a standout volleyball, basketball, and tennis player at Shoto High School, she was our Mattress Firm Student of the Week. If you missed anything from that first hour, you can find it on the podcast. The podcast is available on all your podcast hosting platforms. And the podcast is proudly presented by Blackfoot Communications and the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel. Wingate has a great January promo going on. If you stay two nights in January of 2021, you get a free growler and fill card from Big Sky Brewing. Limit to one freebie per customer, and you must book through the hotel. Tell them Nuana has now sent you. If you want to listen live to the show, it's easy. Go to 1029ESPN.com. There you'll find the Listen Live tab. Click on it, and you'll find the stream. The stream is presented by Opportunity Bank. Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your opportunity. And if you want to get a hold of us, 361-3688. That's 361-3688. You can also text that number as well. All guests join us via the Rangich Brothers RV phone line. The Grizz men are in Sacramento right now. They're already on the floor in California. Talked to Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz earlier today. He sat through a Montana practice, shoot around, whatever you want to call it, and uh, he said that he saw a distinctly different element of focus for the Grizz men's basketball team. This Grizz team, they've struggled. We have not seen struggles like this for the Grizz basketball team in quite some time. They're sitting there right now at 2-4 and in league play. They've lost all the games by uh, single possession except for the last one, and it was still only by four points. So count them up, do the math, and they've lost their uh, four games by a total of eight points in league play. So they're knocking on the door. But to me, this is a huge weekend. Travis DeCure, one of the places he's had a hard time winning in the big sky, has been at Sacramento State. Sac State always is a team that even if they're not overly talented, they always have size, they always rebound well, they always have toughness. And Brian Katz is a really, really good coach. Brian Katz has been at Sac State for more than a decade, and he does a really good job with the limited resources he's allotted. And so this is going to be a challenge for the Grizz. They're going to have to bring their A game, particularly from a toughness perspective, particularly from a fortitude perspective. And I think now that we're six games into conference play, and if it wasn't for cancellations, it would be eight games into conference play, these are must-win games for Montana. they got to at least split this thing. Youth can't be an excuse anymore. Now they have to start building confidence. They got to start carving out their roles. Somebody has to nail down a leadership position. Somebody has to emerge as a leader. There needs to be an energy guy, a leader. Right now, it seems as if they're all still feeling each other out, which is understandable when you have nine players that are new to the roster. But at some point, you can't use that anymore. At some point, it's the heart of the conference schedule. At some point, you got to just let it roll. So we heard earlier this week, but I wanted to share a sound again because I thought it was insightful and good. This is following the Northern Arizona loss, 62-58 on Saturday. Derek Carter-Hollinger, who's the reigning freshman of the year in the league, he's been playing limited minutes because he's been coming back from some injuries, but he's a sophomore now. Brandon Whitney, who's been good as a true freshman guard for the Grizz, they sat down with the media for about four minutes following the NAU game, and uh, they had some some pretty open thoughts. Here's Derek Carter-Hollinger and Brandon Whitney from last Saturday. 
Um, I think down the stretch, it just came down to execution on both ends, defense and offense. Um, I think they kind of found, I wouldn't say found a way to stop it, but we just weren't executing on offense. And then I think we needed to, um, offensive boards killed us at the end, so. Um, you know, that, like you said, you know, that execution, did you offensively, did you guys like the looks that you were getting? Because, you know, again, kind of a little spurt there without points, but were, did you at least like what you guys were getting there until you yeah, finally we got for, some buckets? Yeah, we for sure thought uh, like we were getting, we were getting open shots. Um, we had a shot go in and out, and it, it's just, it just happens sometimes, but yeah. And then DJ, just, you know, that last couple of minutes, you know, just what are you guys kind of seeing there? What kind of shots were you guys trying to look for when NAU finally ultimately got that lead? Um, I would say for us, we were trying to get the ball, you know, attack the rim, get to the to the bucket. Um, and if not, you know, draw, kick, get someone to get uh, Josh some threes, get like our shooter some some good shots off curls, off a good range, stuff like that. So that's what we were trying to do. Uh, I like like he said, we didn't really execute it very well. Uh, we could have done a lot better, but that's what we were trying to get. Brandon, Coach DeKears talked a lot about um, just the consistent learning experiences that you guys are going through as a young team. But I want to ask you, what are you learning? And and is it different what you learn when you win and when you lose? Um, we're just learning just to stay together. Just we keep going every game. Obviously, uh, we're learning to – we got to finish off possessions because the last – the games that we lost is by one possession. So that's basically what we're trying to – accomplish just stay together get together and finish off dj what's the biggest difference right now between winning and losing because it is i mean like like brandon just said all your losses are by two points or four points but then the wins have been close too so what i mean what is the margin how, how do you guys get over the top for me i would say getting over possessions like he said i mean finishing possessions uh we I, we play really good defense we've gotten to a point where we can play good defense but we just have to execute it for 40 minutes straight. It can be like we play good defense in the first half, and then to, as they start getting buckets or finding ways to score, then we start breaking down. We can't do that, and that's what we've been doing, breaking down defensively. Brandon, just uh, when in, on some of these offensive possessions, um, some of these shots that you guys are getting, you, are they coming like too late in these possessions? Like, do you guys think maybe you want to get shots maybe er like earlier in the shot clock? Um, yeah, definitely. But we just want to get the best shot that we can at the end of the day. So if it has to take that long, then it does. But we would rather get it earlier in the shot clock. Yeah. And then last one for me is just, you know, this, uh, you know, kind of a, a theme for the season, unfortunately, has just been some of these late leads kind of slipping away for you guys. A uh, question for both of you. I mean, how do you guys just kind of write that ship and not let that affect the team? Because, you know, it's just it's, it's happened, you know, more often than not. It's hard. It's really hard to do, especially being up by so much and then, you know, losing a lead and losing the game. Like, uh, as a team, it kind of hurts because we know, like, we can do, we could have beat that team. We know what we could have done, but the fact that we didn't get it done just hurts. But then when Trav comes and talks to us, you know, we talk amongst each other and kind of cheer each other up. But it's hard to do. It's very hard to do. So there you go, Derek Carter-Hollinger, Brandon Whitney following the NAU game. Let's hear from Travis DeCure. 
His team, uh, Ghost Secure, this is his seventh season at Montana, and they have rarely struggled against Big Sky opponents. He's won 75% of his Big Sky Conference games in those first six seasons, which is the third highest clip uh, for the number of games he's coached in the history of the league. He's led Montana to three regular season Big Sky Conference championships, two Big Sky Conference tournament titles, four tournament championship games. And so they've been to the NCAA tournament the last two times that it's happened. And so, I mean, they've established, reestablished, I should say, the, as the premier program in the league. They, Montana's always been among the cream of the crop. But Travis DeCure has had this program at a high level since he took over. And so these struggles, they're a little unorthodox, but at least unusual for him. But uh, here's what Coach DeCure had to say following that Northern Arizona loss. Roller coaster ride, fellas. Um, you know, for stretches, we played very good ball on both sides of the ball. We defended, we rebounded, we held him to one shot. Uh, the ball was moving very well on offense. And uh, we, we kind of lost that for a short stretch. Kind of got back, got it going again in the second half and uh, lost it again. And, and it's kind of been the tail of two halves for us here, um, really. But, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, we just got to be a little tougher when it matters most. You get to about that eight, nine minute mark, you know, every loose ball, every long rebound, uh, every extra pass and taking care of the ball uh, gets highlighted a lot more than they are in the first half. And those things start to catch up because you give your opponent That's what happened today. I mean, is that the biggest difference then, Trav? Is, I mean, there was the moment, I think you get, they cut it to 45-44. You call a timeout. You guys went on a run. But then after that, it, it kind of seemed like they took control again. What changed during that stretch? Is it just the little things like loose balls? It's it's everything, really. It, it's just that you you each possession becomes more meaningful as the clock ticks, right? and you feel it. And so with them, when they made a good play, their energy started to increase. They, they gave them life. You know, the and one around the basket for Tout, the and one for Cam Shelton, that gave them life and energy. And so they were better defensively on the next possession. We were finding, we were, what, we were, what we were doing was we made a couple mistakes here and there, whether we turned the ball over, maybe didn't take the shot that we really wanted. Um, or maybe didn't get a rebound when we should have, and that was taking life out of us. And we've got to find ways to fight through that. And with a young basketball team, it, it, it's hard to do that. Someone has to jump up and be that guy. Sometimes you guys move the ball so well, but then sometimes stagnant. So, I mean, is that the biggest difference offensively, or how would you just evaluate where you guys are at overall well, offensive execution-wise? Defenses make adjustments, right? And, and and they made some. You know, we they were doubling us, and um, – we, we made the cross-court pass twice for threes. And so instead of rotating to the rim, they stayed up on the shooter. And uh, we the legs were there, and we tried to cross-court it. Uh, so that's just an example of some things that we got to get better at is making adjustments and reading and reacting to the defense and taking what's there as opposed to what was there the last possession. And right now, that's the biggest area of growth for us offensively. Last one for me, obviously a lot of learning going on with a young team, but what do you hope these guys are learning and what can you take uh, from a, a tough conference loss like this? You learn from experience, and and I think you learn more from losses than you do wins, right? If if, if we win that game, um, I don't know that our film session is going to be as valuable as it is after a loss. And and so, you know, you just it's perspective. You just keep giving them an opportunity to see what works and what doesn't, and hopefully the right things stick and you figure it out sooner than later. It's going to take perspective. It is the long view. you got to respect Travis DeCure for 
uh, at least having the vision to have the respect. I know it's been frustrating to watch this team at times because they have these offensive lulls, and then they look great sometimes. I think that then doubles down and accentuates the frustration in, in both watching them, covering them, uh, whatever way you consume the Grizz. But here's the thing. I, I said this on the Inside the Den podcast with Riley Corcoran um, earlier this week. There's a variety of reasons why a team can be struggling. You cannot have any talent. It's not the case with the Grizz. They have talent. They just have young talent, and they have unidentified roles. You cannot have effort. That's also not the case. This team gives good effort, and sometimes they give great effort. You cannot have continuity and chemistry. This team doesn't have either of those, but it's not as if it's eluding them. They don't have chemistry problems in that they don't get along. They just have chemistry problems in that they don't know each other. So of all the things that can really be holding you back, really to me this is a thing where I think that this Grizz team – success is going to elude them until it doesn't. They need to have the breakthrough. Once they have the breakthrough and they know how to win and they believe that they can win, then I think that this team will be a team to be reckoned with in the big sky. I think about the league this year is I don't think that it's that dominant of a league. I think Eastern Washington's pretty good. I think Southern Utah's pretty good. I think Montana State's pretty intriguing. I think they could be pretty good. And other than that, I just really don't think a lot of the teams in the league are that good. I think Montana, even just with baseline raw talent, can get to the point where they're right there in the mix. Speaking of Montana State, they are an intriguing squad. We'll hear more from Danny Sprinkle on the other side. His team heading to Flagstaff to play Northern Arizona. Bobcats are 4-0 in Big Sky Conference play. How? Why? What are they doing over there on the other side of the hill? We'll see. Danny Sprinkle, Montana State head men's basketball coach, right here on Nuwana's Now after this. Blackfoot Communications is actively supporting the communities we serve across Montana and Idaho. We are installing hundreds of miles of fiber in our service territories, increasing the broadband experience in our rural communities. We are delivering remote workforce solutions for our business communities. We are creating new, innovative solutions for our local entrepreneurs and enterprise organizations. Learn how your company can benefit. Call today at 541-5000 or go to blackfootbusiness.com. Blackfoot Communications can to more. From the news, it's kept me hanging around and you're living out of shock because you're giving me high. Forget the hairs because I'll never die. I got nine lines, cat signs, abusing everyone. Welcome back. Welcome to 90 SPM Missoula. It is Nuanez Now, your favorite daily sports talk show. Your one-stop shop for all things Big Sky Conference, all things high school sports around the state of Montana, local sports. We do it all around here. I am Coulter Duanas, broadcasting live from the ESPN Missoula Studios. I got so many papers, man. I got it. I got it. I got it all. This is like preparation at its finest, or or maybe lack thereof, maybe a lack of organization. But uh, either way, I was just trying to figure out which one you know I can crumple up. You can hear it. That's that's what you call nat sound in the industry. I got a basketball hoop right there, lefty. Made it. You couldn't see it on TV. I lied to you, though. I didn't make it. Wish I did. Hey, what if there's a place where you can walk in, get physical therapy, pay a flat fee, and feel better? Well, there is. It's Physiotrek, Missoula's only walk-in physical therapy office. Physiotrek offers physical therapy on your time with a flat fee so you can feel better faster. No need for referrals or insurance. Just go to Physiotrek.com and book your appointment and feel better today. You know you've been wanting to try dry needling or See if more specific stretches would help. You can do that now at Physiotrek. Visit Physiotrek.com and book an in-clinic or telehealth appointment today. That's Physiotrek.com. It's time now for our Coach's Corner presented by Opportunity Bank. Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your opportunity, as he does every week. Danny Sprinkle, Montana State Bobcats, joins us. 
We go now, Rankish Brothers RV phone line as we do every week to welcome in Montana State second-year head basketball coach Danny Sprinkle. And Coach Sprinkle, you're off your second straight sweep in Big Sky Conference play. I know it's early in the year, but you guys are the only squad in the league that have done that already. So just take us through it. I mean, what's it like to be 4-0 in first place right now in the Big Sky Conference? Yeah, you know, I mean, it's great right now. I mean, obviously, you know, the, the big thing we've just been harping on is, you know, you got to stay humble. First off, you don't know what games we're still going to play. You know, it's it's a long season. There's still COVID out there. And we, we just have to keep getting just a little bit better. You know, you watch film. And, yeah, we're excited being 4-0. But there's still a lot of things we need to clean up and get better at. And we know everybody else in our league is feeling the same way. And, uh, you know, Still got 14 games. We we got we got to keep getting better. I asked you this in the post game uh, after the second win against Portland State, but I want to reiterate it because I think it's such a fascinating dynamic that you play the same team twice in a row. I think with a team like Portland State, because they are an unorthodox team, maybe having a chance to scout them all week and then play them twice in a row, maybe you can uh, reemploy the same game plan. It doesn't you don't have to change a scout. Whereas in past years, if you had to play a Thursday and then turn around and play them, or you had to play them on a Thursday and then turn around and play somebody else, a lot of times it got kind of complicated. Take us through that element, just the kind of the preparation, especially with some of the unorthodox teams like Portland State. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the one thing Portland State does is, uh, you know, they're not going to change because that's just that's what they do. They're going to press you. They're going to trap you. They're going to go to the offensive glass, and, and they're going to try to impose their will on you. Now, for us, we had we actually had to make quite a few adjustments um, from Thursday to Saturday, and they all they all worked. They all they all were beneficial in helping us win. You know, I thought on Thursday night. They did a really good job keeping us on one side of the floor. You know, they made it hard to reverse the ball. And so we had to put in a couple actions on Saturday to, to kind of alleviate that pressure. Um, so we did a couple of things that worked for us and put two new plays in, the, which is one of the plays we scored 11 points off of. And so it, it helped. And then the way we guarded their ball screen action, um, because the one kid, you know, Scott, he really hurt us the first game. Uh, he had 23 points and 14 rebounds. And so we had to, you know, and we had trouble keeping their guys in front. You know, they are athletic and fast, and so we had to kind of adjust to that. And uh, you know, and we did. You know, which helped us. Now, they're, still, they're still talented. They're going to get. They're going to get some things. But you know, I thought for us, what we had to do to win the game. Um, you know, I thought it worked out for us. When you're trying to gauge just Portland State in general, they're such an interesting study in this league because. They didn't get to start practice until way later. They didn't get to start their season until about 11 days after everybody. And then they hardly played any Division yeah. One games before conference play. But they do have the one conference win over Weber State, and they were competitive on the road in Bozeman this last weekend. So uh, I know every year it seems like that's a team that coaches around the league talk about, hey, they're pretty scary. You don't want to play them in the tournament. Do you agree? I mean, do you think that this Portland State team is still pretty dang talented? Oh, no, no question. You look up and down their roster. I mean, they got, you know, I mean, Elijah Hardy's from University of Washington. He's shooting the ball well. He, he might be the fastest and quickest kid in our league. You know, Khalid Thomas is a 6'10", legit three-man, um, you know, from Arizona State. You know, they have a kid, Charles Jones, who, you know, was National Juco Player of the Year. You know, he's getting, you know, five, ten minutes a game. Like, they're, they're low. Amari McCray the monster inside. You know, like they're they're really talented, and and the one thing Coach Perry does, like they play hard. You know, like you can see it on tape, you can see it in person. You know, they they fly at the glass. They 
they it's nonstop pressure for 40 minutes. And, uh, you know, you, you have to be really disciplined and you have to be able to get to the next play. They're going to get steals and hit threes. They're going to get dunks. They're going to be going crazy on the bench. You got to relax, come down and execute. And, you know, I, I, I even told our guys, film. I was proud of our guys of how they responded when they made their runs by coming down and executing and being patient and being disciplined, uh, which is what you have to do against Portland State. Last thing on this last weekend, Jabril Billow. Danny Sprigle joining us, by the way, second-year basketball coach at Montana State. Jabril Billow, the Big Sky Conference Player of the Week. I know he averaged 12 points a game. That's good. That's a right around his season average, but it seemed to me, Coach, that it was the, the, his ability to, to dominate the glass that was the key to that award. I think he averaged 11 rebounds a game this last weekend, So when you're especially against Portland State. How key was that element of, of his production? I mean, Jabril was the reason we won both games. Um, and not just his rebounding, you know, which is critical against Portland State, but I thought in the last eight minutes of both of those games, he he dominated the paint on both sides, offensively and defensively. You know, even the first night, you know, he had four, three or four block shots that saved layups, you know, and we transitioned off those and scored. Like, we weren't stopping them unless he blocked their shots. And so like he, he flat won the game with his defense and his ability to change and alter their shots too, you know, both nights. And so, you know, I, I was happy for him. He, he's put a lot of work in the last couple of weeks. You know, he's one of those kids that got a late start with, you know, COVID and, you know, he had, you know, quite a few issues in the, in the fall. And, and so I think now he's just kind of, he's kind of now just getting back into, you know, what we saw at the end of last year where his explosion is back. No rest for the weary. Now you hit the road. Go to Flagstaff, Arizona to play Northern Arizona, a team coming off of a big win in Missoula on Saturday. Lumberjacks closed the game on a 12-0 run, held Montana scoreless for nearly six minutes in a 62-58 victory. And so, Coach, you've seen some lower, lower scores in the Northern Arizona games, but right now Lumberjacks sit at 3-4 and four in conference. What's your general scout on NAU? Yeah, I mean, really tough and physical. They, they never stopped playing. You know, they were... Like you said, they were they were down in both of the games in Missoula. You know, they were down and they they clawed their way back. You know, they dug themselves too deep of a hole in the first game. But you know, they they compete. They compete. They play hard every possession. They they make you earn it. Uh, they make you score over them. They very rarely give you layups or you know angles to the rim to to get an easy bucket. And uh, you know, and their you know their best shooter didn't play last weekend. You know, we expect him to be back this week. And uh, you know, they're young, but they're they're, they're a tough physical team, and we're, we're going to have to be ready to handle that and be disciplined like we were last weekend. Speaking of guys being out, that was a main factor in the second game against Montana. Nick's Mains returned to the lineup, and he was really good, scored 17 points and knocked down a lot of big shots. But Luka Dalovic, uh, the, the, the number one shooter for NAU, he is expected to be back in this game as well. So when you talk about yeah. Coach Cameron Shelton, who I believe right now is still in the top 10 in the country and scoring 21 points a game, then you add in those two guys that can stretch the floor like Adalovich and Mains, and then you have a couple young big guys, including Carson Tout, number 33. It seems like NAU does have a, a decent amount of talent here in Shane Burkhardt's second season. No, they do, and, uh, and they're going to be good for a while. You know, and like I said, it's always dangerous when you have shooters because that you, you have to respect their ability to not because games can they can it can open up quickly. You know, just like Northern Colorado when they get going hot three, like you're in trouble. And uh, we have to do a great job there. You know, the other thing they do is you know they, they rebound the basketball. You know, I think they might be I think uh, NAU second. Uh, in offensive rebounds in conference play. And so, you know, when they're not making them, they are rebounding them. And so they're, uh, they're a dangerous team. And, you know, we're going we're gonna to have to, like I said, we're going to have to get better. And, you know, we're going to have to play our best two games down there in Flagstaff.
He's Danny Sprinkle, Montana State head men's basketball coach. He joins us every week right here on Nuanez Now. And, Coach, I know it's a long trip, and it's an interesting trip every single year, but best of luck. And at least you don't have to go all the way uh, both sides. You just get to go to Flagstaff and come home. But we wish you the best of luck, and uh, we'll catch up with you next week. I appreciate it. Go Cats. Thanks. Danny Sprinkle, second-year head basketball coach for Montana State. Got a good one coming up. We're going to share our latest Grizz Greats episodes with David Sermon, really intellectual, well-spoken guy. He's a professor at the University of Washington, so it's no surprise. Once upon a time, though, he was an inside linebacker for the Montana Grizzlies on their 1995 National Championship team. Grizz Greats right after this. Coulter, obviously, if people are traveling, you got to have them stay somewhere else, not with you. That's true even when COVID isn't going on, and especially now. So you send them out to the Wingate. We know that. That's obvious. What you might not know is about all the meeting space they have out there, convention space, and even personal office space because God knows I can't stand being with you any much longer. I'm going out there. I'm going to lock up my own personal office at the Wingate. You can do the same thing. If you need a business space, whether it's for yourself personally or or you're just tired of doing Zoom meetings, you just want to see other humans, but you want to be socially distanced, the Wingate has great business meeting rooms. You can space out. They have all the hookups and technology you're going to need for any sort of meeting or presentation. Or if you're like Ryan and you just want to have a place where you can work in peace and quiet, the Wingate Inn also a great option for those that live and work around western Montana and the city of Missoula. If you have anybody coming through town or you want to get your kids out of the house, Wingate also has awesome rooms, great business rates. The pool is back open. They've done a great job of making sure that's going to be safe for you and your family. The Wingate Inn, located in Missoula, it's an excellent option for business travelers, local business people, or anybody coming through the city of Missoula. Let the Wingate Inn make you feel at home even when you're not. Special January promo going on by the Wingate by Wyndham right now as well. If you stay two nights in January of 2021, you get a free growler and a fill card for Big Sky Brewing. Big Sky Brewing just right across the way from the Wingate. So if you book, all you got to do is book through the hotel directly. Google Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula, limited to one free beaker per customer, but stay two nights, January 2021, free growler and fill card from Big Sky Brewing, and tell them Nuana's Now sent you. Welcome back. Nuana is now 1029 ESPN Missoula Statewide, SWX Montana Television. About 20 minutes from the Grizz game tipping off at Sacramento State. A whole slate of Big Sky Conference action tonight. Montana Montana State both in action on the men's and women's sides. The women's teams are in, in state this weekend. So Lady Grizz have their Big Sky opener against Sac State at 7 p.m. First time they played a home game uh, so far this season. Crazy to even say it, but it is true. Missed anything in the first, uh, whatever it has been, hour and 38 minutes in the show? You can find it on the podcast. Podcast is presented by Blackfoot Communications and by the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel. Great show today. Mike Petrino, Lady Grizz head coach, joined us. Chris Redpath, our Big Sky Conference insider, gave us a look around the Big Sky and women's hoops. We also heard from our latest Mattress Firm Student of the Week in Christine Funk and a couple good interviews with Travis DeCure from Montana and, D- and Danny Sprinkle from Montana State. Time now for Grizz Greats. We're playing in the national championship, 95. Brian and Randy get a safety. And, and in the end, kick those two points is the game winner right yep okay why 
does the quarterback pull down and get a safety in his in his end zone? I mean, he's not a fool. He's, he's a well-coached kid. He's a kid from a coaching family. Uh, his dad's a coach. So Jerome, on the back end, we knew by personnel formation down distance, and especially in, in critical situations, what they wanted to do. They wanted to throw it to their tight end, who was an NFL kid. So we had a special call. We had a special call. And so basically, Blaine and I would bracket that tight end. I'd be outside load, he'd be inside high. And then the mic or the inside backer would have, have that inside uh, short. But they didn't want to throw inside short because they were there. the down distance required a, a deeper ball. And I remember Chad, Dropping back, putting his eyes on on the tight end. I do my bracket outside. He pulls up. Blaine's right inside, and now he starts to move his eyes from his right to his left. And all of a sudden, the few boys get him. That's the type of thing that was completely Jerome and Paulson and and Reeves. Those guys spent so much time on tape that they uh, won the game. I mean, we executed it. Yeah, good for us. But they won the game. And then when I look back at that play, I get disappointed in myself. So I, I always think, dang it, I should have baited him into throwing that ball, undercut it, and heck with the B-Boys getting a safety. Let's get a pick six. Greats, the silver anniversary of the 1995 National Champions, a 25-part podcast series commemorating Montana's run to their first Division I AA National Championship in program history. I am Coulter Nuanez for 102.9 ESPN Missoula, as well as the Grizz Greats podcast series. Myself and Ryan Tutel have put together a 25-part podcast series commemorating that epic moment in the history of Grizz football 25 years ago. And in this Grizz Greats episode, we are joined by David Sermon. He was a starting linebacker for the 1995 Grizzlies and a man who is from one of the a man that's from a family with a rich football lineage. David's older brother John played linebacker at the University of Idaho. Another brother, Pete Sermon, has gone on to great heights in the coaching business and is now the defensive coordinator for the Cal Bears. Many sermons have come through Montana and the Big Sky Conference. Cy Sermon, David's nephew, was a center on Montana's 2019 team and a team captain. Camden Sermon, Missoula's Sentinel quarterback, is signed to play for the Montana Grizzlies although he just got a preferred walk-on offer from the University of Washington, where David Sermon now works. Back in 1995, David Sermon, one of the leading tacklers for the Montana Grizzlies and a cerebral player that was a key contributor on a defense that helped Montana soar to heights they had never achieved before. Please enjoy Grizz Greats with David Sermon, inside linebacker for the University of Montana. Grizz Greats is proudly presented by Blackfoot Communications and First Security Bank of Missoula. My college experience is what I wanted all my boys to have uh, from a college football perspective. You know, if, if I would have loved and would love Jacob to have that experience. It's not available uh, as, as readily as it once was. Even my brother Peter down in Oregon, I mean, they were playing uh, high-level Rose Bowl type football, and they still had uh, more of an experience we had at Montana than, than, than the kids are having today. You know, social media with the professionalization of, of college sports at the call at the at the the training level, uh, the money to the coaches, the the media saturation. Um, yeah, so I, that is a big societal change. You know, it's it's amazing. Uh, if I had to go through what the kids are going through today with being slammed by 
old men behind keyboards. Uh, yeah, I probably would have still played because I love the game, but it just wouldn't have had the specialness that it did for me. I mean, it just gets bastardized and hurtful and mean-spirited, and so the fan has become the fanatic. And so these are not, all these changes are not good. You know, I do think the changes for letting kids uh, move is, is positive because like any person as they grow and change, maybe it's not a great fit. But um, I, I think the real problem is the money and the money follows the interest and the fans. And so who we have to blame for this is ourselves in some sense. Um, we didn't have much, you know, uh, stack and hack in the equipment office. They, we, we, we couldn't, we couldn't really take much equipment home and wear, you know, Brad Montana gear. He, he, they ran a pretty tight ship because there wasn't much money. And, and, uh, that was all good. It was, we didn't know any different. And now you watch these kids in there. I mean, they're the, 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 the uh, uniforms and the bling. And it's like, ah, that I can see why you think it's fun, but that's not the essence of college football, but that's what it's become. So I, I, I guess I don't, I'm kind of rambling. It's a hard answer. Um, I think if every kid could have plays college football today, they could have had my experience at Montana, my, my guys' experiences at Montana, uh, my teammates. No, they trade bling for for that experience in a, in a millisecond because it was meaningful. It was it was real, and it wasn't uh, it wasn't kind of foo foo make believe in some virtual world where I get likes because of it. David, I want to shift now into that special experience that you referenced from the football standpoint and specifically the 1995 season. You guys enter that season, uh, I think, with from the guys that we've talked to, high expectations, but not necessarily this thing, at least at the beginning, like, hey, we're going to go win a national championship. You knew you'd made some deep runs, and I think you knew how talented the team was, but when you return, that was a great graduating class in 94 that was not there, and even though your class was an outstanding junior class, the senior class in that 95 season was very talented, but not very deep. There wasn't a ton of guys in it. What did you think about your prospects as a group going into 1995. Hmm. Okay, gotta be unbiased here and move back to that summer preceding the fall camp of '95. Uh, we were thinking, let's win the Big Sky. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we want to win the Big Sky. We want to beat Montana State. You want to win the Big Sky, and then you want to win the national championship. And then you know that third goal, as Don would say, the third season. Uh, a second season depends on how you want to call the Montana state game as a season or not by itself. But um, you, it was emphasized, but it was late. It was late. I mean, it's now, you know, 12 games in before you get to that season. And so it's, it's, it's win the big sky, no question. And the rest will take care of itself. And so that 95 run began years before clearly Uh, 93, uh, 93, we lose at D- in Delaware at home. Yeah. I have my first interception as a Grizz that game. And it was a bizarre game. And, you know, Erickson is in the end zone defending a pass. And 
it's the most one in a billion chances that a kid actually catches this ball. And, you know, it, it is what it is. It happened. And now it, it wasn't that play, but it was just that type of player. Like how that, how that occurred, that, that didn't, that doesn't happen. And they, they, the ball bounced their way. So that team was prime. That 94 team was prime from 93. Okay. 94 comes around and we make a deep run and get smacked at uh, Youngstown in a yeah. downpour of rain. I remember being in the showers afterwards and uh, just seeing the finality and the, and the immediacy of the season being over and, and some of the guys' careers being over. And it wasn't a joyous time, even though we had made it so deep. 95 comes around and, uh, you know, let's win the big sky. But we were replacing so many people, backers, safeties, um, receive. I mean, it's it's a lot of new people, like you're saying. So the bulk of that 95 team becomes the 96 seniors. And then the 95 seniors play a critical role. And there's a few younger kids, but Jason uh, and others. But uh, it, 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 it was, it, I don't think anyone was saying, hey, let's win the national championship. Now we knew... Dave was was pretty magical himself, but you know one guy doesn't make a team, and so uh, through that season, confidence is growing and growing, and, and and the sophistication of the defensive capacity was beginning to match what we were doing on offense. You know, Jerome had us going, and. Uh, and we were we were kids that were long into the system, and and there was talent, and there was knowledge, and there was chemistry between us on the defensive side of the ball, and um, and on special teams, which defenders usually you know uh, support most of the special teams or largely. And so, over time, that defensive side came along, and you saw it in the in the playoff run while we threw shutouts. Um, and 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 the the offense is clearly exploding; it had been for a while. And the defense came along, and I, I don't know when we started thinking national championship. I really don't, because we had to win the Big Sky. You have to crush Montana State, and then the playoffs come, and we had seat ourselves high. And we have a lot of home games, which were the most incredible experience having all the Montana fans <clears throat> in Washington Grizz and 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 beating the snot out of a couple of Southern teams. Uh, how fun was that? And making those deep runs at home before having to travel. So I would imagine, if I was being truthful, it wasn't until we were getting close to wrapping up that Big Sky Championship that that people really started thinking, how far can we go in the playoffs? Well, it's interesting because, especially in sports, people say, well, you got to believe. you got to believe in yourself, believe in your team, et cetera, et cetera. But also that belief is sort of uh, uh, built on experience and things that happen. And, that you know, a lot of guys have cited the Washington State game early on, then the Boise State game later uh, as oh, as yeah, moments where that feeling of, hey, like we, we thought we were pretty good, but now we know or believe that we are really good and maybe are, are yeah. starting to build towards something special. And then, of course, that run. I mean, un- unbelievable, the three games in Washington Grizz in the postseason as well. So it seems like all of that was just building throughout the course of the year right it was it was building and you know i remember i remember uh, a couple of those backers calling a defensive meeting for everybody and, and wheeling an old vhs tv into an old room 
uh, and putting us all in there and watching the 94 Youngstown game. And, it, but what we did, this is player led. We didn't watch Youngstown's offense, which if this, what most defenders watch is the opponent's offense. We watched, uh, Youngstown's defense and their defense against us the year before. And, and the one thing that, that we were in the linebacker room watching this with, with uh, Reeves, and we all said, we've got to get our whole defense to watch this. What we saw is 11 hats around the ball every snap uh, around the tackle. And the way that team, that Youngstown team, flew as a unit to the ball. There were very few one-person tackles. Uh, and that just, that just leads to something different, you know. You get guys ready to scoop and score, fumble recoveries. You overwhelm. Uh, it's demoralizing. Just that energy they played with was, and how they finished the plays as a defense, 11 hats on a screen near the ball. We watched that, and, and I'm not saying there's any magical about it, but, but we were playing good football. We were going to win the big sky, and now we're going to be – Playing in a level that we knew we could get and face a Youngstown's type team, but if we played like they played on defense with the offense that we had, now the belief was really becoming uh, tangible. We can win this thing, um, and uh, you saw the playoff run. You know, they, they. I think in the third game, I think it was the third game, one team scored in the first drive, and they didn't score again. And before that, there were shutouts. Mm-hmm. That defense came alive to match the offensive production that had been going on for a while. There you go. Grizz greats with David Sermon, an outside linebacker for that 1995 Grizz championship team. He was a senior and a really great guy. It's a really fun episode. All of these have been great. I know we've been rolling them out for almost five months now, but that's what you get when you get 25 episodes and we just release them once a week. So we're, we have about six or seven left. We still have some really good ones coming up. Brent Pease, who is the quarterback's coach on that team, who is currently the wide receiver's coach at Montana. Uh, we also are yet to hear from Ron Lockery, who is the director of communications at the Big Sky Conference. Johansi Manzanares, who was uh, definitely a, the heart and soul of that defense, a, tr- a tone setter to be sure. Corey Falls, another defensive end from that great defensive team. So we have a ton of episodes left, and it'll be fun to continue rolling them out. But David Sermon, uh, a, di- a distinctly different episode because he is such an academic, and he's a teacher. He's a professor at University of Washington. And so uh, his way of articulating his memories, and plus, plus how good his memory is, uh, made that episode distinctly unique. So go check it out, grizzgreats.com. You can also find grizzgreats on all your podcasting platforms. Please rate, review, subscribe, share. We hope it's something that lives in history forever because it was a great piece of history that had a tremendous influence on Missoula, Montana, the University of Montana, the Big Sky Conference as a whole. It was a land, landmark and watershed moment to be sure. So please go check out grizzgreats. It is Nuanas now. We're almost out of time. The show just flow by. The the week is flying by. The the time is flying by right now. But I hope you guys are all enjoying our new show here on 1029 ESPN Missoula Statewide SWX Montana Television. We're back every single weekday, 4 to 6 p.m. So be sure to check it out. Uh, today, if you missed anything in this show, you can go find it on our Nuanas Now podcast. Mike Petrino, head coach of Lady Grizz, joined us. Chris Redpath, our Big Sky Conference Insider, joined us for Around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops presented by Pangea. We also heard from our great mattress firm student of the week, Christine Funk, 
uh, from Shoto, three-sport athlete and a great member of her community. Uh, we also heard from Travis DeKeer, Derek Carr-Hollinger, and Brandon Whitney from the Montana Men's Grizz team. Danny Sprinkle from the Montana State men's basketball team. He's the head coach. And then, of course, David Sermon. We're back at it tomorrow. Catch us right here at 4 o'clock. We'll see you there. We'll have results from all the Big Sky Conference action from around the state of Montana and around the league. The Grizz are tipping here in about five minutes, men Grizz, and the Lady Grizz tip here in about an hour and five minutes at Tallberg Arena. Also, Brooks Nuanas, my brother, business partner, and confidant, swinging by the show to break down the NFL. Of course, it's a Friday, so we got the chick who doesn't know sports. Carolyn will swing by, and I'm sure she's going to make you laugh. She can't get over the James Harden fat suit, and neither can I. <laughs> I'm not wearing a fat suit. I wish I could lose weight like James Harden. He All he had to do was... Uh, take off his little costume and all of a sudden he's back into pro athlete shape and then my good buddy and good colleague Kyle Sample is going to join us the second hour we're going to talk all NFL all the time San Francisco 49ers are they really in the mix for Deshaun Watson we'll see head coaching hires across the league who's the winners who's the losers and uh, where we go from here and we'll also have NFL picks as it is NFL championship weekend as well so hoops NFL and all things in between with myself Brooks Nuanas Carolyn and Kyle Sample Nuanez now. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.